So as we can see, all the discussion is about karma and material desires in this chapter. Prahlad Maharaj is offered to ask any benediction. So then Prahlad Maharaj tells, what is the use of having such material benediction? I am not a businessman, I am your servant. And uh, I am naturally your servant, I do not want anything, it is my natural position. And my dear Lord, why would you offer such material benedictions? Because material benedictions are the causes of all misery. So then this is to glorify the position of your devotee. To show the character of your devotee, you have brought me to this material world. How the pure devotee of the Lord, he has got no material desires. Thus you are giving me this benediction so that you can show, just see what is the position of a devotee. He is completely desireless, no material desires. And then Prahlad Maharaj tells, still my dear Lord, if you want to offer any desirable benediction upon me, then I pray that within the core of my heart there be no material desires. Because material desires are very dangerous as Prahlad Maharaj told in previous verse. Because of this material desire from the very beginning of one's life, one loses one's memory, health, longevity, knowledge, opulence, everything is lost simply because of these lusty desires, Kaman. So thus Prahlad Maharaj tells, if one has to save oneself, one needs to give up all these desires. And if one gives up all these material desires, one may think, okay, let me, it is all right. I will enjoy these material desires and there is some material trouble that also I will tolerate, but I want to enjoy. If I do not have desires, there is no suffering, but there is no enjoyment also. So let me be satisfied with suffering and enjoyment. So Prahlad Maharaj here is telling, no, Vimunchati Yada Kama, and if a person is able to give up all these material desires, then what happens? Bhagavatvaya Kalpate. He becomes as opulent as the Lord. So thus, even though a person is attached to opulence, devotee is not at all attached to opulence, material or spiritual. Devotee has no desire for any opulence. Devotee, pure devotee only desires to serve the Lord. But still, if a person is attached to opulence, then who can have opulence greater than Lord? Lord is the master of all opulences. And thus, Prahlad Maharaj here is telling, if a person gives up material desires, desires of material opulence, material enjoyment, then a person becomes eligible to become as opulent as the Lord. So thus, this is very confidential knowledge. Person can become as opulent. That is the nature of spiritual world. In spiritual world, we think why to become servant? Because servant usually is poor. So nobody wants to become servant. But if the owner tells, you work for me, I will give you all my wealth. He will tell, yes, why not? <laughs> I'll be serving very gladly, such a master. So thus, uh, this is uh, the situation in spiritual world. The servant is as opulent as the Lord. So Prabhupada points out, then a materialist may ask, you have no material desire. And a servant is as opulent as the Lord, then why you are asking service? We do some service to gain something. But if you are as opulent, if a pure devotee is having the opulence of Lord and he does not have any desire, why is asking give me service? Because they are not able to think 
usually people tell why do you chant krishna krishna's name okay agreed krishna is your father but if you need like in that movie they told so if you want something from your father you will ask father please give me this thing or will you chant the name of father 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 <laughs> what will it accomplish if you want something you ask father so thus there is no point in chanting the name of father so thus they do not understand that actually devotee does not want anything else here in this material world we want to do service we want to engage in any activity because i am attached to the result of the activity so thus it is all uh, not right when people say i love my work nobody loves the work if anybody loves the work you tell them okay sir you work very hard and offer the result to me give it to me whatever you are earning then they will not be able to do so or if they fail in their attempt then all their love goes away they want to give up that activity so thus people are actually attached to the results of their work that is called karmi or a materialist so in the work there is no enjoyment no pleasure here but spiritual platform is absolute the work itself gives complete joy and satisfaction that is why devotee does not want anything but the service of the lord service itself is the end devotee wants to engage in service because he wants more service devotee does not want anything else so this materialist doesn't understand thus they ask this question why do you ask for the benediction of being engaged as lord servant but very important word which is used here is yes if you want such a position then what should happen vimunchati yada kaman one has to give up all the desires manavo means human beings manasi sthitan these desires are not actually coming from soul these desires are situated in mind so one may tell no but i want this how can i give up actually we do not want it the mind wants it that is why prahlad maharaj has told manasi sthitan if our mind changes our desires also will change that is why people keep on changing their desires and they are confused do i want this thing in my life or i want something else in my life i want this job or i want other job i want this person i want other person they are not having clarity in their life and similar words appears in bhagavad gita also second chapter i think 55th somewhere in in the 50s mostly 55th words prajahati yada kaman sarvan parth manogatan when arjuna asks krishna what are the symptoms of a person sthira pragyasya ka bhasha samadhi sthasya keshava kim asit vrajeta kim what are the symptoms of a person whose consciousness is merged absorbed in transcendence so right now our consciousness is absorbed in matter so thus actually all these desires are mentally concocted desires sarvan parth manogatan krishna tells manogatan these arise out of imagination so thus one devotee posted in one of our groups that prabhu this great calamity is there this war is happening couple of devotees posted more than that so one folk devotee is telling that prabhu my blood is boiling when i seeing that uh, so much uh, violence is happening and poor innocent people they are getting killed says it is a fact one should feel compassion one should understand it is not right how you can kill children are getting killed old people are getting killed innocent people are getting killed so yes it is a fact but 
if our blood is boiling only for them who are living in the middle east suffering and our blood does not boil seeing the poor animals which are getting slaughtered in the slaughterhouse every day which are getting slaughtered in much greater numbers 100 times more animals are slaughtered in a single day whatever killings have happened so far in the war which has been recently so the living entity same so there we are not at all concerned and rather meat eating philanthropists we are awarding in society giving them various awards recognition of national interest so there we don't uh, have sympathy and this is the law of nature people do not understand if you are killing animals then reaction will come you will be killed in a similar fashion so hospitals are getting filled and people are suffering why this is happening because indiscriminate meat eating animal killing is happening so if i am eating meat i am killing animals i will be killed in a similar fashion this is the law of nature so thus one should have sympathy one should feel compassion one should get very much disturbed seeing their situation also so thus this is called manogata and mental concoction actually a living entity who is in the clutches of maya has very little understanding of what is suffering and what is happiness something in association in this material world he perceives as suffering another thing is taken as happiness actually there is only suffering in this material world there is no happiness at all prabhupada gives the example of a patient who is suffering in the hospital one day he is feeling fine and you ask him how you are feeling today he tells i am feeling fine this prabhupada wrote in his vrindavan bhajans so a person who is wise he sees that what is this fineness in this material world <laughs> so you are suffering you are in the hospital and one day you are feeling little relief from your disease and you are telling ah i am feeling fine so the happiness of this material world is similar to the patient who is admitted in hospital feeling fine for some day another example to pagius the criminals were given punishment of their heads getting dunked in water and just when the water is going to go inside they are suffocating their head is pulled out and they get a sigh of relief hardly do you take in one breath or half breath again their head is put back into water so this half breath that they take that is taken as happiness in material world this is the only happiness that a person has otherwise there is suffering so thus in this material world there is suffering and there is mixed happiness and suffering there is no pure happiness this mixed happiness means in between suffering some relief will be given to you and that a person may perceive as happiness so thus happiness is only a mental concoction there is only absence of misery only absence of misery is perceived as happiness so that is why it is called manogatan mental concoction people do not know what is happiness what is suffering who is happy who is suffering they have no sense poor animals are suffering they are giving various logics protein is there this thing is there for protein can you make somebody suffer like this thousands and thousands of animals are killed every hour in the slaughterhouse for no reason innocent animals not doing any harm so whatever anyway sufferings are there in this material world could be because of animal killing could be because of breaking other laws of nature the sufferings are always imaginary thus prabhupad told one devotee he was having a severe boil and the boil was so severe he went to doctor and doctor told you are about to die and immediately he had to perform a surgery 
and there was a big scar on devotee's back. So then this devotee he approached Prabhupada, Prabhupada he told I had such severe boil and I was, so Prabhupada told all the diseases here are imaginary. <laughs> So a person may you know, sympathize, oh really, you are going to die, <laughs> what is this situation? All diseases are imaginary. He was not able to understand. Then he showed Prabhupada, no, please see, not imaginary, really I had it. See, there is scar here. <laughs> then Prabhupada touched it, that scar with his hand. And then immediately in the Bhagavatam class, again Prabhupada told, all the diseases in this world are imaginary. <laughs> then he realized actually. So Prabhupada explains in the translation. Chakre Sarpata Samhitam Anarthopashamam Sakshat Bhakti Yoga Madhokshaje. That in this material world, all the miseries which are superfluous to the mankind, all the miseries are superfluous, means they are imaginary. So, yes, something has happened in the body. There is definitely a boil scar which was about to kill the devotee, but actually, this is. Suffering, this material suffering is simply the result of imagination. Imagination that I am this body. Body is not imaginary, but suffering is because of imagination. Similarly, that so-called happiness is also because of imagination. I am imagining that I am the body. I am not the body. I came into this body. I will leave this body. I will go away. But as long as I am in this body, I am forced because I chose I am forced to imagine that I am this body. Because I am imagining I am this body, imaginary happiness and distress I am suffering. That is why it is told, Prajahati yada kaman sarvan partha manogatan. Person who is chitta pragya, who is having fixed, whose pragya intelligence is absorbed in transcendence, such a person gives up all desires of happiness or mitigation of distress in this material world. Because he understands, this is only because of my imagination, I am thinking I am this body. Only because of trick of Maya. So Maya has got various tricks. And what is the strongest trick of Maya? To bring us to this platform of imagination. Yes. So Abhijit gives always right answer. <laughs> So what was the answer you heard? Yes? Yes. Punsa astriya mithuni bhava metam tayor mitho hridaya granthim ahu ato grahakshetra sutapta vittar janasya mohoyam aham mameti So Maya acts in various ways but the prominent, most prominent way, the strongest shackle in this material world is woman. The form of woman is the strongest shackle. Of course, woman means man is woman for woman. Opposite sex, the form of opposite sex. Punsa stiriya mithuni bhava metam. So when man and woman combine together in a sexual relationship, then what happens? Tayor mitho hridaya granthi mau. There is a very strong knot in the heart. Anyway, a person is attracted, bewildered by the forms of opposite sex. And when they actually indulge in physical affairs, then a very strong knot is established. This attraction becomes very, very strong. Hridaya Grantim Ahuhu. 
and then what happens ato griha kshetra sutapta vitta then a person needs to have a house to maintain the wife and then after house then you have to do something for your living so that is why you need to have kshetra field because traditionally people would work in farms or now you need to have some job nobody likes to do a job but if i need a family i have to do a job otherwise i can maintain myself very easily so the newspapers were interviewing the beggars what is their life so one beggar told i'm very very happy now he told why you are happy he told because i have given up my wife <laughs> it was great botheration now i can sleep anywhere i can eat anything i can eat anywhere i can do whatever i want i am free <laughs> so i am very happy <laughs> so if a person is single he can manage in any way there is no botheration but as soon as there is wife he need to have a house and then wife will tell why a smaller have a bigger house <laughs> then there is a person is forced to compete and then there would be children and then children will also tell father my classmate is having iphone give me also iphone he comes in mercedes you drop me in innova this is not good you also drop me in mercedes he is going to singapore to study you also send me singapore so poor father <laughs> he started his job in same way retiring in the same way <laughs> <laughs> so there's the situation ato graha shept so tapta then you need with you need money to maintain your house your children after relatives relatives put lot of pressure you have to maintain the same standard of living as relatives are maintaining otherwise they will not care for you if you become poor so friends will stop talking to you relatives will stop talking to you if you don't perform you are not successful thus the success is the greatest maya of this world but person gets stuck here so that is why we want to become very successful here but the realized soul they want to pass on as great ignorant souls thus the greatest wise the most wise person bharat maharaj who was ruling this planet there have been many many kings who have ruled this planet earlier kings were very very powerful because prabhupada they were doing tapasya by tapasya person gets power they were able to rule entire planet now nobody does tapasya nobody is able to rule anything anybody so but of all these kings who have ruled the planet the planet was named after bharat maharaj only so we can imagine what was the potency of bharat maharaj how strong and wise he would have been but such strongest and wisest king what was his behavior when he took but as jad bharat he behaved like jad a foolish man because he knew if i show any opulence any intelligence i'll get trapped in these material activities so he wanted to pass on just as a great ignorant and foolish person similar were the activities of his father rishabdev his father who was able to produce such a wise son as bharat maharaj rishabdev lord krishna he also came he was also roaming like a mad man without any clothes on his body without talking to general mass of people and people thought he is mad people would spit upon him and uh, abuse him throw curse words pass stool and urine also on him bite him also in this way people would torture him 
in so but he would tolerate understanding this is the result of my past activities so this is the realization of most advanced souls and lord krishna also incarnates to show how the people in perfect stage of knowledge should behave so lord ashabdev was behaving just like an ignorant person not at all bothered in this material world people are praising people are despising criticizing and similar were the activities of shukdev goswami who spoke this great knowledge of shrimad bhagavatam what we are discussing now shukdev goswami also was behaving like a madman did not worry about combing his hairs very nicely just moved out of his house disheveled hairs and uh, ignorant village children and women they were making fun of him but the sages were wise simply by looking at his body by physiognomy they were able to make out he is the most advanced transcendentalist on this planet and thus they told parikshit maharaj he will answer your question what is the duty of the person who is about to die and when they saw the king and all the sages they are offering respects they got scared so thus the most advanced souls most knowledgeable people they pass on as completely ignorant souls dumb souls so thus a wise person actually is very 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 cautious of showing off his opulences he does not want to show off anything at all yes only if a person is engaged in preaching work then a person needs to be little careful of his behavior with others he needs to take care of social conventions otherwise there is no need at all if a, if i can show myself as a great failure that is greatest success that means i am not at all bothered in this material world so thus all the great souls they were not at all worried about increasing their happiness or mitigating their distress we are completely thoroughly convinced that this platform is simply full of miseries and mixed happiness and miseries there is no pure happiness here it is all mental concoction so prajahati yada kaman sarvan partha manogata one has to give up this thing and to give up maya one has to give up attraction for the strongest shackle that is the form of opposite sex there is the strongest attraction in this world and this immediately produces janasya mohoyam aham mameti in this way a person comes into moha moha means illusion what is illusion aham i am this body so if a person is not able to give up attraction for the form of opposite sex then the strong illusion sits in one's heart and that is thinking that i am this body just like by drinking alcohol a person comes into illusion by enjoying the form of opposite sex this illusion sets place in the heart that i am this body so simply by thinking studying the scriptures it will not be possible to come out of this illusion that i am this body so how to give up is the question how can we give up this thing simply by reading so much i have heard i am not able to give up yes it will not be possible because i am enjoying this pleasure of opposite sex that is why in order to come to platform of knowledge one is supposed to stop this intoxication of enjoying the form of opposite sex that is why first training is brahmacharya student goes and follows very very strict brahmacharya
So this is the strongest dose of Maya, strongest shackle. And people realize also how their life becomes very miserable. That is called Maya, that which is not. The association of opposite sex seems the greatest platform of enjoyment. Person works very hard, wants to build a nice career so that he can enjoy nice form of opposite sex. And he can make his children also do the same. There is no business of a materialist. That's it. So when Prabhupada went with his disciples to a family, because different people would host the devotees. So usually family members, they introduce. So he told, this is my wife. These are my children. They are their children. They do this thing. So then Prabhupada whispers in the eyes of his, in the ears of his disciples. And Prabhupada tells, he's simply describing his sex life. (laughs) 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 Wife, children, their children. So there's the life of materialist. And thus there is always illusion. So thus one has to give up. That is why Varnashram system does not allow association with opposite sex in three quarters of one's life. Brahmacharya, no association. Vanprastha, limited, very limited association just with one's wife, that also not for physical pleasure. But one cannot give up immediately. So you visit pilgrimage, engage in service of Krishna, but you can live with your wife, but cannot have physical pleasure. Thus it is told, wife should not dress herself very nicely in Vanprastashram should not take care of her hairs or her body very nicely. Do austerities. When you do austerity, body becomes unattractive. So husband will lose attraction for wife. Because this attraction is only superficial. I am man, I am attracted to beautiful woman, woman to man. So when you don't take care of your hairs very nicely, don't take care of your skin, do all austerity, body becomes unattractive. So then when the body is unattractive, that is very scientific. Then it will be easy to give up the association. Then a person can give up association, one can take samyas, samyas again, very strict prohibition, even one wife, once wife, one cannot associate. So in this phase, rigid separation is required. And even in Grahastashram, what was the culture? Even in Grahastashram, it is not that husband and wife will live together. So men will, there was a joint family, men are living together and women are living together. Husband and wife don't spend time together as it is happening now today. Men sleep together, women sleep together separately in the house. Only for conceiving child, there is Garbhadan Saskar, they can have it. So very rigid, uh, rigidly this system is implemented. That is why it is called Ashram. Entire civilization in Vedic culture is called Ashram. One Ashram, Ashram is spiritual life. Everyone knows spiritual perfection is my aim of life. Even as a householder, I have uh, I've entered in household life for spiritual perfection. So thus this strongest shackle should be given. And everyone knows that yes, this is strongest shackle of Maya. All the problems are because of the form of opposite sex. That is why they give up. That is why divorce rates are increasing. Because they know I am miserable. But they think the misery is because of this particular form. Another form is good. That form is very attractive. This form is not good. But no. All forms of opposite sex lead only one to misery. And no greater proof is required. Prabhupada has shown and the Acharyas have shown and so many devotees have been there. Those who do not indulge in this intoxicating pleasure of opposite sex, they live very happy life. 
and those who enjoy their life is miserable as we can see the lives of materialists are miserable and the lives of renunciants it is very nice they are so free because they don't do this intoxication so thus there is proof also so that is why krishna tells it is told if you want to make your spiritual life perfect you have to give up this strongest shackle of maya sarv dharman parityajya maam ekam sharanam raja so that is why the simple instruction the conclusion is give up all these mental concoctions if you have to have so everything all the desires here of the in this world thinking to increase one's happiness and attempts to mitigate one's distress these are all mental concoctions they will not give us happiness what we are looking for any attempt to become materially happy or to make anybody happy it is not possible governments have been trying for millenniums but people have not become happy families have not become happy because on material platform happiness is not possible it is only a mental concoction that is why it is told give up all duties all responsibilities if you want that happiness then give up everything do not take care of your material happiness and distress and give up all responsibilities but maya does not allow maya tells oh you do you have this responsibility that responsibility when indra became hog pig he got a curse so indra who is indra after brahma vishnu mahesh is fourth most powerful person in the universe what is indra's opulence and he became pig and then the disturbance in heaven was disturbed so brahma came back he told come back there is nobody to take care of heavenly kingdom you are very opulent you have unlimited enjoyments so indra was not willing to leave he told i have responsibility my pig society is there they are dependent on me i have to take care of my duties <laughs> so thus prabhu patel this is called maya a person is in the position of indra but still one cannot give the life of pig which is so miserable then brahma had to kill his family members then he became detached it all okay i will come now <laughs> then he went so thus maya is very strong and jiva has as much as opulence as the lord bhagavatvaya kalpate he is eligible to have as much opulence but a person thinks oh i am satisfied here i have responsibilities here actually where is responsibility in this life you can take care of some responsibility next life we will take care of some people such people and even though we may be willing to take responsibility we cannot do anything narad muni tells my poor mother tried to take best care of me but she could not do anything being just like a wooden doll who is controlled by the puppeteer so in this way all of us are being controlled by the modes of nature if one is destined to suffer one will suffer nobody can help one is destined to enjoy one will enjoy as per their karma these imaginary happinesses and distress will happen so that's what is the solution of this suffering which people are having the suffering is that people need to be woken up that all this suffering is simply imaginary we are imagining i am the body but actually there is no suffering we are imagining somebody is my child my grandchild my parents my society this is all imagination just as people become happy when their country wins a sporting match simply because they think i belong to this nation if they don't think i belong to this nation they won't be happy it is imagination i belong to this nation similarly all the happiness distress is imaginary so thus the human life is meant for sarv dharman parityajya maam ekam give up all responsibilities you have no responsibility only responsibility is service of krishna
and uh, impersonalists they stop at this point that give up all duties but actual spiritual life starts from this point prabhupada explains dr krishna explains chaitanya mahaprabhu told sarv dharman parityajya is the beginning of spiritual life then you can do brahma jigyasa okay this is imagination this is illusion that what is reality but unless a person is enjoying this intoxication of material happiness one cannot understand reality but even if prabhupada explains one is not able to give up maya one is willing to live with maya one should live in such a way that one does not come into illusion so one need not give up household life but one needs to give up the tendency for material enjoyment that is very much required chaitanya mahaprabhu's many intimate devotees were grahasthas householders very very advanced devotees but they were not having any tendency of material enjoyment so even if a person is not prabhupada explains in teachings of lord chaitanya one cannot give up maya one is living with maya but one should make sure that one does not come in illusion that is why many many rules and regulations are there so even if we choose to live in these so called designations one should be very careful i should not enjoy these designations for this rules and regulations are given which have to be followed very very strictly we can be householder we can live with husbands with children with parents with sons grandsons society we can live krishna consciousness is so powerful that one can live but one should not think that okay let me live and enjoy also no one should not live for enjoyment in this material world tendency for material enjoyment should be given up completely if i wish to enjoy also then i am trapped so rules and regulations have to be followed same what a renouncer is following a householder also should follow without any exception there is no exception same rules and regulations same thing getting up in the morning at the same time chanting and hearing the names of krishna in the same way and working for krishna in the same way offering the results in the same way devotees also many devotees morning and evening they are just thinking of money 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 how to have more money why because money is required for krishna service so their only business is to plan how they can have more money but not a penny they keep for themselves they bring all the money and offer it to krishna similarly prabhupada told householders you are earning money earn as much money as possible but offer it to krishna majority of your money should be used for krishna otherwise this money will be the source of material illusion lamentation and all distress no hum earning money think as much money as you can earn find out ways and means but offer it to krishna so thus working for krishna entire day evening again chanting and hearing and then preaching krishna consciousness one needs to take out time and if as a householder i am thinking i do not have time then that is simply because of lust and greed by simple maintenance regulation work regulated work one can maintain himself one is living here just to maintain oneself but time should be taken out as renunciants are giving for chanting and hearing very nicely for preaching krishna consciousness this is the way chatanya mahaprabhu has taught one can give up these material concoctions otherwise simply by thinking or simply by meditation prabhupada explains one cannot give up these mental concoctions practical activity is required then one need not even wait for liberation throughout the scriptures it is told after leaving this body one can become liberated but prabhupada has always stressed 
Prabhupada is always stressed that no, in this life. So day before, I saw my grandfather in my dream. So grandfather is telling, so no, in this life you cannot be liberated. You have to, after this life, once you give up this body, you will be liberated. See the scriptures, everywhere it is written. After you give up this body, you will be liberated. So I told, no, Prabhupada is told, in this body you will be liberated. <laughs> Our process is so strong. <laughs> Prabhupada is told on every page, every other page, that in this body you will be liberated. You need not wait, one need not wait, that yet one, one has to give up the body and then I will enjoy. No, Prabhupada is told, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is taught. This process is so strong. One simply needs to give up the tendency for material enjoyment. And then in this life itself, it is possible. And what is the evidence? The evidence is there in the scriptures. Ya iha harir dasye karmana manasagira nikhila sape vasthasu jivan mukta savuchyate. Ya iha harir dasye, one has to become servant of Hari. How? Karmana manasagira, in all respects, whatever we have, Opulence is given by Krishna. It has to be used in the service of Krishna. Karmana with actions, manasa, mind and gira words. So practical activity has to be done. Practical service has to be done for Krishna. Nikhilasvapi avasthasu in every situation with mind, body and words one who is engaged in service of Krishna jivan mukta sa uchyate such a person is liberated soul even living within this body. So one need not wait for giving up the body in this life itself. Although it is very difficult to get liberation even in one birth, but our process is so strong in this life itself, in this body one will be liberated. But with mind, body and words, one should engage in service of Krishna. Practical activity is required. Just like we take anxiety for our material growth and progress, one should take anxiety for spiritual advancement, spiritual growth. And what is the seva we are supposed to do? Spreading Krishna consciousness. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order. Oh, how everybody is supposed to do that? Yes, everybody. Bharat Bhumile Manushya Janmalayar Janmayar Janma Sartakari Karo Parokar Anybody who has taken birth on this planet, especially in this land of Bharat Varsh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has ordered that one should make one's life perfect and spread this message parukkar. Yare dekho tare kaho, Krishna desh amar agyaya guru haya tare. Everyone should become guru. Every person must become guru, must preach this Krishna consciousness. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order. Every person without any exception. But I do not have knowledge, so we have to gain knowledge. Just like in this world, anybody can gain knowledge and become professor by gaining knowledge. We also, by following the rules and regulations of spiritual life, can become preachers. But everyone has to become preacher. Everyone must preach. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order. And only when we follow these instructions very nicely, by practical engagement in devotional service, by preaching the message of Lord Chaitanya, then what will happen? Not by our effort. Vidu Noti Surat Satam. Our best friend, Lord Krishna, is seated in our hearts. So best friend who is seated in the heart, he gives us knowledge and he removes all these misconceptions, imaginations from the heart. We will not be able to give up, but Krishna is there in the heart. So Prabhupada tells, one may wonder how simply by chanting the names of Krishna, discussing about Krishna, how a person comes to platform of knowledge, 
one comes to platform of knowledge because krishna is very pleased in the heart if you talk about any person the person becomes pleased we wish that people should talk about me so this tendency is coming from god when we talk about god krishna derives greatest pleasure and thus he gives knowledge removes all these imaginary conceptions from the heart so thus practical devotional service is the key practically we have to engage our mind manasa karmana manasa gira our speech our mind money family members whatever we have everything should be engaged in service so in this way when we engage so service is very easy many times devotees ask how can i do what service i can do very simple so first service is jiva chant the names of god chant the glories of krishna hear the glories of krishna shravanam kirtanam so here chant nicely and make others also do similar thing simply this service will make a life perfect read here chant and make others do the same thing read and hear the books and distribute books and make others also do the same thing engage them in the similar fashion this service anybody can do every time every day till our last day and everybody is supposed to do this, spread this knowledge this is order of god god has given us this specific order god has given various orders the first order is doing our material duties very nicely even the imaginary duties if you do it nicely one will come out of imaginary things one day but all other orders if you execute lord buddha also is krishna only he also has given some orders but the results are different if we follow the order of the most munificent personality lord chaitanya himself will get the greatest result so lord chaitanya has given the order which is amara gyaya guru haya tare tare desh by my order you become guru you become a preacher of krishna consciousness and spread this knowledge to others then we'll get the highest result and that is love of godhead all the imaginations will be dissolved so thus we have to simply see that i am engaged in krishna service and if i am preaching others i should see that they are also engaged in service of krishna by spreading this krishna consciousness thus we will advance and they will also advance we will be able to give up all these imaginations i will no longer think that i am this body or i have any connections here and then bhagavatvaya kalpate the devotee is eligible the devotee attains he revives his position of equal opulence as that of the lord so thus one should be firmly convinced even though our realization may take time but one should be convinced on the basis of the user manual the scriptures that jiva is as opulent as lord so with determination one should give up all the desires of material happiness so with this we will end any questions So the question is, Lord Rishabh Dev was thinking that all this suffering is because of past misdeeds, and uh, he was indifferent to whatever was happening on the body, and he was willing to give up his body, thinking it as material. But as we understand, there is no difference between body and soul of Krishna. And uh, where is the question of his past misdeeds? He is supreme personality. So how do we understand this thought process? So that is why Prabhupada explains in Bhagavatam. This is because of Yog Maya. So Yog Maya is also illusory energy of Krishna, but this illusion it increases the pleasure of Krishna. 
So Lord Krishna has to come here and he also wants to experience love of God. He also wants to explain so that others can follow in his footsteps. Thus, because of yoga maya, Lord Rishabdev is thinking, I am different from my body. This body is material, I have to give up this body. So this is the action of yoga maya. Yes. So the question is that uh, the living entity is as opulent as Lord. Or what does it mean? In quantitatively also becomes as good as Lord. So quantitatively, Jiva always remains insignificant. But the unlimited opulence is bestowed upon the Jiva just like the insignificant son can get all the property of the father. But the Jiva understands that this opulence is not belonging to me, it is belonging to Lord only, it is because of Lord only. So living entities are as powerful as Lord, sometimes more opulent and more powerful also. Prabhupada explains, Lord Hanuman jumped the ocean simply by chanting the name of Lord Ram. Lord Ram had to cross the bridge. It does not mean that Lord Hanuman is more powerful. No, sometimes devotee is glorified by Lord as having same or more opulence also. So thus quantitatively, one always remains insignificant, but unlimited potency and power and opulence is bestowed kindly upon the gene. Online. Any other question? Yes. 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 So the question is in third canto. Vidura is asking matrimony that what is the situation and he is explaining one example analogy that how all the sufferings in this world are imaginary. It is told sometimes a person thinks that his head is cut off in a dream and he is moving without his head. So thus it is understood that without head we cannot move because we will die immediately. So if a person is thinking I am moving without my head it means that is simply imagination. Because in reality, it is not without it, a person cannot survive. Similarly, in this world, the happiness and distress is also because of imagination. Imagination that I am this body. So, you told that uh, we should think that all these happiness and miseries are imaginary yes. for ourselves. Yes. But when something is happening to others, yes. then we should show compassion. Yes. How to understand. So, the question is for ourselves, we should think that these happiness and distresses. These are imaginations. But when it happens to others, then what should be our response? How we should behave? Yes, so when we see that others are suffering, we should have compassion for them. But 
compassion should be there for the soul and not for the dress of the illusory uh, for the illusion living entity so what does it mean when a living entity is becoming materially very rich here enjoying very nicely material life a materialist may become happy or oh, just see uh, they are prospering very nicely and uh, but a devotee he may feel compassion that just he is coming more into maya <laughs> so obvious without krishna consciousness puts a person in maya so that is why prabhupad he started crying when you got to know what people do in golf course they simply hit a ball and waste time like this so prabhupad started crying when you see a person playing golf or sporting you will feel happy this person is having a happy life he is sporting nicely but prabhupad started crying how is wasting his human form of life he has got limited time he will die and unlimited sufferings will continue now he got some time to get liberated but he is wasting he started crying so this materially a person is happy but prabhupad is knowing his spiritual distress how he is increasing his illusion getting entangled further into illusion thus prabhupad tells when a person is getting married then he sits on a horse and there is a band party in india prabhupad tells <laughs> but a person prabhupad as a person in knowledge tells how as is becoming greater as <laughs> this marriage <laughs> so a spiritualist he is uh, crying in compassion how this person is going to increase his misery by getting married he is thinking that he is going to enjoy so yes a devotee if he is marrying properly as per the rules and regulations of the scriptures so we have seen examples many devotees who are having lackluster spiritual life but because they got devotee wives they became very strict in sadhana earlier once in a month they will do mangala aarti now every day mangala aarti <laughs> every day prasadam they are reading it has happened with many devotees and many devotees have completely messed up their spiritual lives because they got a life partner who was not a devotee they married on their own choice and there is compromise they are struggling to bring the partner to same level at best they can do otherwise they have lost their spiritual lives also so yes if a devotee is getting married properly with permission of devotees with a suitable partner then they are able to advance very nicely in spiritual life but normally materialist who wants to marry for enjoyment he is going to make his life hell that we can see in the world also nobody has become happy by such functions so on this platform devotee shows compassion so if a person sees somebody is getting killed he will feel compassion if he is having material enjoyment again he feel compassion because material happiness is creation of material distress and material distress is the name of material distress So in this way, uh, the compassion should be on spiritual platform and not on material platform. Can you please elaborate on Prabhupada's statement? On the other hand, uh, if a person becomes very poor in the service of Krishna, then devotee becomes very happy. Just like if somebody joins ashram, he has become very poor. We become very happy. <laughs> We cut the cake and celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> we feed him cake also we distribute to other <laughs> so what has what he has gained he has lost everything <laughs> he lost his job he worked very hard he reached a good college he was having so much money he has given resignation he has become very poor he has lost his family also he has lost his reputation also people are cursing him also he has lost fame also you did not do your duty responsibility nobody is caring for him uh, 
but uh, we become very happy his life is successful <laughs> so this is called spiritual vision <laughs> on spiritual platform this is the greatest thing he has which can happen to him giving up of everything so that's this is the vision yes can you please elaborate on prabhupad so we just elaborated i think you joined late you can please hear the session we have discussed this thing how this entire thing it is just like in a dream the body does not exist i think i am that body thus i suffer similarly i am not although this body is temporary reality but i am not this body the soul imagines that i am this body because of getting intoxicated due to material enjoyment so thus thinking that i am this body this is illusion the body is having some scar and boil and diseases but i think i am this body thus i suffer so this is called imagination why we call lord shiva as demigod and we do not have perfect answer based on prabhupada please can you help us so the question is why do we tell lord shiva is demigod and we do not have perfect answers based on prabhupada words so no many many perfect answers are there throughout the scriptures we have discussed elaborately this topic in other videos also so why do we call lord shiva demigod it is because lord shiva is not the supreme god he is almost equal to the supreme lord but he is not that is why we don't call him god but demigod and uh, this situation is explained throughout the vedic literatures and uh, of course we can understand from the instructions of lord shiva himself there are of course many many activities this confusion arises again because of maya because maya does not allow a person to understand who is supreme lord so thus different conceptions of supreme lord are created some people think everyone is supreme you are also god i am also god some people think no ganesha is god or durga is god or shiva is god some people are telling there is no god or i am god these various conceptions of god exists especially lord shiva's position is very very advanced and his glorification will make us think that he is supreme lord and there are instances in puranas only where it is mentioned that there was a big fire unlimited pillar of fire and then brahma and vishnu came and both were puzzled what is this fire from where we have come and uh, both of them they told okay let us trace what is the origin of this fire probably then we can understand our origin like this goes the uh, history and then uh, lord shiva takes the form of sorry lord vishnu takes the form of a boar and lord brahma takes the form of a swan and lord brahma starts going upwards lord vishnu in the form of boar starts going downwards to trace they are unable to trace and lord brahma tells a lie and thus there is this great story and then lord shiva he manifests and then he tells i am this unlimited fire so thus from this instance it appears that lord vishnu and brahma are also not able to trace the infinite nature of lord shiva and similarly some other instances are there where lord vishnu is offering his eye in the service of lord shiva to please him and all such instances are there so we have to understand if uh, all such activities are done by lord krishna to bewilder us about his original nature that he is supreme lord 
even in this material world he behaves as an as an ordinary person as we discussed when lord krishna appeared as 400 form narayan in this world as son of devaki so mother devaki requested krishna please take 200 form to bewilder the atheists and then he took 200 child form so one of the reason of krishna is to bewilder the atheists radha in purana district told there is a shloka in the purana vishpurana i don't recollect now so it is told that puranas give confusing conclusions just to bewilder the atheistic people this is one of the intention of the puranas the intention is to bewilder the atheists and to give knowledge to the people who are genuine so unless a person is genuine seeker of absolute truth sarv dharman parityajya mam ekam sharanam raja one is uh, able to understand this conclusion of bhagavad gita give up everything mental concoction just serve krishna one will not understand reality one will get lost so this is the pur- purpose of the puranas to make insincere people lost so that they don't disturb the supreme personality of god and so that's the purpose getting fulfilled by all these past times krishna behaves as an ordinary person so that others may get confused atheists may get bewildered mohiyanti surat dvisham this is the purpose of lord buddha also buddha nam nanjana suto kikateshu bhavishyati i will take birth as lord buddha to bewilder the atheists atheists wants to get bewildered so lord krishna facilitates okay i will come and bewilder you but we have to understand from lord shiva's instructions is he telling that i am supreme lord matta partaram na anyat kinchi dasti dhananjaya lord krishna has openly proclaimed matta partaram na anyat there is no body superior to me dhananjay o arjuna has lord krishna told similar words anywhere matta partaram na anyat nobody superior to me has he told anywhere no krishna has told sarv dharman parityajya mam ekam sharanam raja give up all duties and surrender completely unto me i will make you free of all the sinful reactions has lord shiva told this thing sarv dharman parityajya mam ekam sharanam raja that give up all the varieties of religion and all the duties give up and surrender completely unto me i will make you free from all sinful reactions has lord shiva told this thing no lord shiva has not told that matta partaram na anya there is no truth beyond me lord krishna shiva you will not find if you find please share with me such shloka lord shiva has not told that sar dharman parityajya give up all duties and surrender completely unto me this topmost duty he has not told man mana bhav mad bhakto madhyaji mam namaskuru sarv guhitamam bhuya shunu me paramam vacha krishna is telling now here topmost knowledge and that is man mana think of me become my devotee worship me offer respects to me has lord shiva told now i am giving you topmost knowledge think of me worship me become my devotee no rather when lord shiva is asked which is the topmost worship by mother parvati lord shiva what does he tell आराधना नाम सर्वेशा विष्णु आराधना परम वर्षिप लॉर्ड विष्णु दैट इज द टॉप मोस्ट थिंग सो दस सीइंग देयर एक्टिविटीज यू मेक गेट कंफ्यूज्ड जस्ट लाइक इन अ मूवी एक्टर बिहेव्स एज इफ ही इज गेटिंग हार्ट अटैक ही इज हैविंग सम ही इज गेटिंग हिट बट एक्चुअली दैट इज अ ड्रामा न मे कर्माणि लिम्बन्ति न मे कर्म फले स्पृहा कृष्णा इज नो बिजनेस ही डज नॉट गेट एंटेंगल्ड इन कर्मा हियर so these are called past times activities krishna is getting killed somebody cursed krishna's dynasty so krishna's dynasty died so all these things are drama only so in drama krishna may behave like a child like krishna does drama of taking birth 
So when Krishna can do drama of son of Nand and Yashoda, Krishna can do drama of son of Vasudev, Devki and uh, Krishni Garbha, he can do drama of being a devotee of Shiva also. He can do drama of being a secondary uh, creator also. He can do all these dramas. But we have to hear from the instruction. Are they giving this instruction in the scriptures? So that is why seeing the activities of Lords, we will be puzzled. Activities of Lord Shiva, Lord Krishna, no. So that is why one should see, one should seek their instructions. Ask Lord Shiva. That is why seeing the activities of Brahma, Narad Muni also was puzzled. But then he asked, please instruct me, who is supreme? Then Lord Brahma told, yes, anybody seeing my power will be puzzled. But here I am not the supreme. My powers are derived from that supreme. So thus one should not see the activities. One should hear the instructions. Lord Brahma is giving the instruction. Lord Shiva is giving the same instruction. Topmost worship is Krishna's worship. They don't tell that I am supreme. Surrender completely unto me. Like this, many, many other instances are also there. Bhigu Muni already has concluded. He tested Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh. He gave conclusion. Krishna has told in Bhagavad Gita, among the sages, I am Bhrigu. And Bhrigu has concluded. So like this, throughout the scriptures, there is conclusion. In previous lecture, Prabhu said that it is not possible to get liberated in one human form of life. As only few gets opportunity. But now Prabhu said that by doing chanting, we will get liberated. So in previous lectures, it is told that in this life, it is not possible to have liberation. So I do, in one life, it is not possible. Yes, so Prabhupada explains, usually in one life, it is not possible. But at least one should begin a spiritual life. Just like any big achievement, you want to set up an industry, can it happen overnight? You want to produce a child, can it happen immediately? Nine months, you have to wait. So just like nine months is gestation period. To make perfection of God-realization, it takes many, many lives. So this is the usual process. But Krishna consciousness is so unique in this life. As soon as we surrender completely, we can have perfection. If we enjoy even a part of result of our action, does that mean that we are eligible for liberation, completely giving up? Seems a bit impractical. So the question is, if we enjoy even a bit of whatever we have, does it mean we are not eligible for liberation appears impractical? Yes, it is tough. We have to give up every bit of tendency for enjoyment. Little bit I am not following instructions of spiritual master, our miseries will continue. Just like if anybody little bit does not obey the laws of the state, he is called a criminal. If a person steals a diamond or steals a cucumber, punishment is same, six months imprisonment. He will not tell him, I have stolen 6 rupees of kheera. No, kheera churaya, heera churaya. <laughs> punishment is same. So this little bit, little bit, this is very important point. Little bit if we disobey, even one instruction we do not follow, it may appear to be impractical, does not matter. But little bit if we disobey, we will suffer. Miseries of this life will continue because we become a criminal immediately. So yes, on our strength, it is impractical. But as I told, if we engage in devotional service, our mind, body, words are absorbed in spreading Krishna consciousness, then Krishna from the heart will remove all such tendencies of enjoyment. So please engage yourself in this preaching work under guidance of devotees. And then you see how quickly all these concepts, they get dissolved. But yes, this is very important. Again, I told 
sometimes the devotees are also not able to have this platform they are telling prabhu i am preaching i am engaged in book distribution as somebody was asking prabhu now in iskon also we have many many groups in the hari krishna movement which one to follow many claim that i am following prabhupad very strictly so yes what is following prabhupad we have to understand the following begins from the point of sarv dharman parityajya maam ekam sharanam raja everything else is detailed chanting 16 rounds following four regulative principles and giving up your wealth for krishna working entire day for krishna engaging in service of krishna throughout the day everything is detailed the basic principle is sarv dharman parityajya complete surrender throughout the day i am serving krishna but without surrender then that is not actual devotional service devotional service begins from surrender so yes many many devotees are there sometimes devotees are not able to cooperate in a movement because we have got our own plans of preaching of expansion and doing this thing and sometimes we see from the movement some offshoot happens some group of devotees or one devotee or two devotee they will start their own movement like this many splinter factions or groups are there prabhupad won't never do this always cooperate he told one of his devotees leading disciples your love for me will be shown by how much you cooperate to give this to keep this movement together after i am gone unless of course somebody expels you from the movement it's a different case but otherwise one should never leave one should stick to the society try to correct discrepancies may be there discrepancies are there in the system so what do people do they become politicians they become bureaucrats and correct system from within this is the way of correcting not that you leave how system will get corrected so thus even though you may see some discrepancies which will be there in this material world even in spiritual institutions so you try to be part of it prabhupad told you are responsible member you don't leave you correct it from within but surrender is required unless you surrender then if you are on your own then your devotional service is also having lot of our sense gratification so thus when we are confused where to follow we should see where this process of surrender is followed very nicely so thus fortunately in our movement hari krishna movement there is no single person basis whose desire the movement is going on there is a body we are following the instructions by which prabhupad told how to run this movement there is a body of senior devotees that is called the governing body council and no single devotee i think i should serve prabhupad in this way then no the entire body decides the body is elected by the senior devotees as prabhupad told there are regular options elections the senior devotees they decide the body members they change and everyone is surrendered to that body that is topmost authority under them different authorities under them different authorities in this way surrender to my authority so sarv dharman paritya somewhere one has to completely surrender oneself to authority as we discuss the case of parashuram we discuss the case of lakshman and lord lakshman and other devotees complete surrenderance is the beginning of spiritual life beginning of brahma jigyasa otherwise i am surrendered simply to my mind so this is the danger that uh, if the person himself is not thus prabhupad was explaining in the lecture yesterday yesterday yes so prabhupad told tatha krishna arpita pranas yatha krishna arpita pranas tat purushini shevaya when has to find a person who is completely surrendered to krishna and then one should surrender oneself to him so thus in the movement also you should see there is a person where is the devotee who is completely surrendered to krishna who is completely surrendered to shila prabhupad so thus there is a danger in following such splinter groups some small group led by one person he himself is not surrendered 
he was not able to follow it is very difficult to cooperate with other devotees now he is thinking devotional service that is very good ultimately they are trying to serve but is not coming from the platform of surrender this is very much required so just find a person who is surrendered and then surrender yourself unto him in this way we will be able to perfect our lives so thus throughout the day engaging in devotional service but if we don't do as per the direction of our authority then actually that also will not make us happy i should be very very eager to understand what is the desire of my authority and then as per the direction prabhupada told it is the direction which makes devotional service devotional service independence is the disease complete dependence surrender is the cure becoming servant is the remedy so thus i should cure this disease first of all so thus i should ask how devotional service should be done and as per the directions of the authorities i should engage in this mood consciousness of complete surrender thus when the sanyasi went away from the movement and he was preaching so prabhupad was not happy prabhupad told you have to preach he told prabhupad but i am preaching prabhupad told this is not preaching preaching means you have to surrender where is surrender if everyone makes his own atmosphere then that is not purification purification means i am acting because i am obliged to do that activity not because i want i may have certain preaching plans in our movement nobody is perfectly allowed to follow their own plans because the authorities are there i may have certain plans my authority will tell no you don't do exactly this way do in this way we have to comply so that is purification but yes the more we advance the more freedom is given just like now we are living in this folk residency the devotee who behaves nicely he is made folk lead he has more freedom he can have some policies he can execute things more if he executes more freedom is given so the more devotees are complying the more authority the more freedom is given thus it is told lord brahma is as free as lord vishnu because he is completely obedient he is as free but also not completely free but as free the more they are surrendered the more freedom but this is very important devotional service begins with prabhupada he is always writing under the direction under the direction under the direction so that is why sometimes full time devotees also may not be happy why because this point goes missing sometimes we lack taking exact directions of authorities throughout the day we are busy but not exactly as per the directions so thus throughout the day we are busy that is good but under directions under direction if i follow if i engage very nicely then i advance very very fast and all these things which may appear to be impractical also can be it becomes practical in organizations that we work all are materialistic people they drink and they eat normal also yes how to get success in spiritual life so prabhupad always tells <laughs> In Hare Krishna movement, nobody eats drinks. <laughs> you join work for Hare Krishna movement, <laughs> but our desires are so strong. Everybody can join, but what to do? So nevertheless, again discount is given. Even if you are working outside with the people who don't follow, at least please follow these rules regulations very nicely. We don't become very greedy. We have to take out time for our chanting, sixteen quality rounds. morning and evening very nicely absorbing ourselves in krishna katha and using majority of our wealth for krishna and then spreading krishna consciousness also this should be our main project spread krishna consciousness in this mood even if we are living what to speak of working prabhupad was living with a person who was eating meat and taking drugs and in the same fridge where prabhupad would keep his edibles he would keep meat in the same refrigerator and prabhupad was living with him 
but for spreading Krishna consciousness. So, if we follow these rules, regulations very nicely, then even though we are living with people who don't follow, we will be undisturbed. So, idealists, we live with the devotees, but with the movement, that option is for everyone. If not possible, then please follow rules and regulations as Prabhupada told. Again, we will be untouched. Last question. How to bring your colleagues in Krishna consciousness? How to? Bring your friends yeah. in Krishna consciousness. Who is interested in reading Bhagavad Gita? What steps should I follow easily to give him a spiritual life? What are the strong preaching points for a new people to take? The question is, how to bring my friend who is interested in Bhagavad Gita to Krishna consciousness? What are the strong preaching points to tell? So that preaching point is strong, which is convincing you. Because in preaching, our conviction we transfer. So for bringing anybody to Krishna consciousness, we have to follow very nicely Krishna consciousness. We should see that I do not have material desires. Only then I get potency to change the heart of others. So, first of all, I should surrender myself completely to Krishna as soon as possible. Then I will get potency to convert others, preach others. And which point is strong, I told again, the point which convinces you is the strongest point. Speak that to, to them. And more importantly, engage them. By engagement, engagement is the secret. Somehow or other, engage them in the service of Krishna. Then they will advance very nicely. So we'll finish Grantara Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.